Sidekicks and henchmen out there in the Geek Nation, you're listening to Spoiler Alert. Go. What's the, what, the, do the Spoil- theme music. Spoilers. Oh, that's all you guys. That's so good. Sweet. I mean, I feel like we were just left hanging without any kind of like pitch. No, or, like musical resolution? Yeah, like mm-hmm. nothing. Oh. Wait, you like, do, uh, wait oh, start again, start again. Mm-hmm. No, I mean the whole show. Ah! Again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Johnny Destructo. With me this week is... Well, he is also known as Noel. AKA. This guy... Superman's <laughs> pal Jimmy Tribble. Yeah, gonna just throw that in there. <laughs> and Brian, aka. I don't have a Tribble name. Oh. But do you have anything else that you're also known as? Oh, uh, yeah. I uh, well, I have a Hebrew name. Uh, I mean, I can't wait. Go. Lay it you on can't us. wait. Well, you just a little bit longer. Ah, All right. Ah. Aaron Mordechai Ben Noe Yitzhak is my Hebrew name. Tribble. Uh, ben. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can you can lay that out. No, you <laughs> sure. Uh, and wait, Ben means son of. So Noe Yitzhak is my father. Oh. Uh, so Aaron Mordechai, Ben, no, it's Oh, that's so long. Yeah. Why well, didn't... they only had uh, last names recently, the oh, Jewish people. Yeah, that. like, hmm. uh, very recently, 1800s, I think. Oh, very recently. Wow. Yeah, that was when uh, Michael Jackson's Bad album came out, right? The 1800s? The 1800s? Yeah. Yeah. I think 1832. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're here to talk about this week's comic book releases, but first... We've got letters. We've, we've got, got letters. letters. Oh, we've got lots, lots and, and lots, lots and lots and lots, and lots, lots of letters. I don't have them up on my browser. But we have them. Here we go. All right. Um, this is from. Let's see. Did you give me? Oh, Jason, aka Build a Tribble, hey. has written us in. Uh, Greetings to the spoiler crew. JD, aka the Thwip Tribble. Len, aka the Bat Tribble. Noel, aka Superman's pal Jimmy Tribble. And just Brian. Just (laughs) Brian. Keep spitballing on the spoiler alert greeting. I personally hear River Song, aka Alex Kingston, in my head when I hear read spoilers, but that's just the Whovian in me. I like how the greeting is a running bit on the podcast. Following up on your discussion of Beast's characterization slash portrayal in X-Force number six, I thought the dark Beast was a little odd as well. It does seem like a departure from the Stars and Garters Beast, even if there have been hints of Beast darkness in the past, like when he was working on the Legacy Virus or the solution to the Cherogen Mist Plague. But this Hoxpox dark Beast seems to be consistent with some of the other odd characterizations in the Hickman era especially Professor X. Since we stopped being able to see Xavier's eyes, I felt like he's also been written as darker than normal. The tone is just off to me, and it's one of the things that's bothered me about the Hoxpox stories. Professor Xavier has mostly been written as a pushing for peace between Superior and Sapien. He's been... We've seen moments where Xavier was not a good person, but he's usually been written as... Good... But in Hoxpox, he's almost as Magneto levels of ego and strength in his Krakoan beliefs. There have also been moments of other characters drinking the Krakoan Kool-Aid, like Storm introducing rebirthed characters that have seemed off to me. 
I hope everyone can hear all of the. I'm really emphasizing the air quotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can I can see them. Get, so I'm, I can vouch for this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm, not, I'm not sure if I can see them and I hear them, or if I can hear them and then I also see them. Yeah. I've been a longtime X Men fan, and none of this has stopped me from buying all the Hawks Pox titles, but it has made me go. Huh? Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you guys think? Is this darker turn just a natural progression of the characters and a result of mutant oppression? Or does Hickman have other plans for the Krakoans and this dark turn has a greater purpose? Thanks for the great convos every week. Bring on all the spoilers. Jason, a.k.a. Build-A-Tribble. Right on. Uh, yeah, that's a really good point about Beast's characterization uh, as far as a number of characters have been a little darker mm. Yeah, a little I, different. I, I hadn't thought of that. In regards to yeah. his, his final question, his final question, hmm. um, I I think it's both. I think it's it's in some regards a natural progression of all these characters, but then also it is explicit about this story. So like, we're seeing in real time all of the characters with the um, quiet and loud manipulations of Moira, who has seen every single way that this has played out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're they're like a natural progression of where they could have been however they're let's say that they're just accelerated towards one direction based off of her kind of puppetry yeah. like in the in the uh little inserts throughout all of hawk's box especially the latter issues her like it was like her diary talking about how she's currently manipulating eric to do this and mm-hmm. then also manipulating xavier to do this at the same time like yeah. they're all results of that yeah. so it is the it is the hickman era but it's not so off the mark because they were kind of almost in that yeah, direction. Every, yeah, everything that I go, huh, is also a little bit like, I mean, I could see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's just the progression of the character. No point am I like, oh, this is fucked. Yeah, it's like a dark progression, but it's yeah. not an it's not an off the wall progression. Yeah, yeah. It's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. He's right. Yeah. It's yeah, very yeah. uncomfortable to read. You're just like, oh, no, beast, what you doing, buddy? Come on, bro. Ah, come on, bro. 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 Come on. Take off the mask. Sh- come on now. Take off the helmet, yeah. guy. Yeah. Let's come see on, those guy. eyes. Come on, guy. Where's the soft jersey, baby? Hi, guy. So thank you so much for emailing us. You can email us at coltspopgo at gmail.com. If, however, we don't get to your email, uh, we try. We try. We do try. But if we don't get to your email. It's not personal, and please don't berate us in our personal lives about uh, whether or not we've gotten to your email, because uh, mm. that, that, that's not great. Uh, so anyway, uh, let's talk about this week's books. You want to do that, guys? Since Ooh, that's the comics literally that came out why this we're week? here. Yeah, those are the ones. And then we all read, and yeah, we the should share same. our we should share our feelings about them. If, and, if you yeah. guys yeah. want to switch it up this week and talk about comics, that's fine, yeah. I guess. Hmm. I mean, we do have we have or, all these microphones set up. What we about as well. like kinds of jams or trees or? Uh, something? you know what? I pre- I prefer preserves Ooh. to jelly. Yeah. Oh. Because Jelly's just like it. I mean, so Justice League Forty oh. <laughs> uh, came out this week by Robert Venditti and Doug ah. Monkey. You know what? Before we get into that, though, yeah, I uh. do want to let the people know a little peek behind the sausage, <laughs> as they say. Yeah, that, let's look um, at uh, So normally, I take all of the little uh, effects, the sound effects, and the intro and the outro, mm. and I insert them in post. Mm-hmm. But now I've got a little soundboard set up next to a microphone, and I'm just pressing buttons. I, I should have gotten one that went, wah, 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 but I, uh, I, didn't want to, I, I forgot to do I Actually, that. I think you're a failure as a person because you didn't, you didn't think that. <laughs> I, I thought you, you would have <laughs> to do it live. And then, you couldn't make those And then a machine effects, gun, right? just just because. Yeah. Sure. Um, so, uh, Shots it, fired. We're trying a new recording situation, so bear with us. Hopefully it's going. We, we can't tell how it's going to go until after, after the fact. So uh, anyway, as I was saying, Justice League number 40, Robert Venditti, even Doug Monkey, 
the next chapter for comics premiere Super Team begins. An unexpected arrival from the stars brings a dire warning to the Justice League. A new breed of conquerors is on the march. Led by Superman's nemesis, Eradicator, a genetically engineered superpower strike team has come to subjugate Earth. To aid the Justice League, Batman makes the unprecedented decision of enlisting an ancient, unrivaled power, which calls into question who, exactly, is in charge. With the League on unsure footing, will they be ready to save the world? Now, uh, J.D., the sausage that I thought you were going to have everyone peek behind <laughs> yes. was that... <laughs> Go on. Was that... It's a uh, curtain we, of sausage? Yeah, a curtain of sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pull Let's it back. Behind the, peek behind. behind the sausage curtain. Yeah. 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 Uh, I thought that sausage was going to be that we have sort of a, 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 an intended comparison between this book and the upcoming next Avengers book uh, that we've been talking about. Yeah, like, and, yeah, because yeah. if uh, anybody... Uh, long-time listeners. Uh, and by long-time, I mean, like, a week. Yeah. Uh, right. If you have been <laughs> Thank you for sticking, sticking there with for us. two shows, came back for another um, one. This, like, this, this came hot off the heels of, of issue 39, which we had a very long discussion about. Um, last week. Last week. <laughs> yeah. And um, well, the end of that conversation was, you know, I would like to, because I've been reading both Justice League and Avengers, and I kind of wanted everybody to compare them for me because I've mm -hmm. been having a hard time with one. And a fun time with the other. Yeah. And, and in I very say, similar ways. As we start talking right. about this, this is more in line with the fun that I've been cool. having with Avengers. Cool. However, ah. this abandons a larger ongoing kind of story arc. Literally everything that came before yeah. it? The last 39 Whereas issues? I'm down the Avengers, yeah. the Avengers is structured almost, it's got a, it's got a, a super, like a macro arc and mm -hmm. a micro arc where mm -hmm. like it. In a micro arc, it's just they're dealing with vampires, but there's always that kind of larger right, story right. in the background, yeah. which is something that I missed with this book. So, mm. like, th like right off the bat, that comparison is almost moot because they're still dealing with the big sure. in Avengers. It's well, just they didn't got these writers. little entry points, right? Like, well, that's I mean, the same. I mean, Snyder didn't do that for 39 issues. Oh, I got you. You know what I mean? No, but I mean, yeah. just as far as like, let's compare this one to Avengers. This is this is just. Let's talk about it. Let's yeah, talk yeah. About it. Oh, right there you on. go. That's what yeah. we're here hey, for. Hey, let's do it. Uh, we're gonna skip this one. We're I know it's great. <laughs> um, I was, I love this issue. It, it was felt cool. Felt like a nice, just in the same way, and maybe it's just because I really didn't like the previous writer, mm -hmm. a, uh, a la Tom King and Batman. Sure. The new writer taking over in Batman, I was like, mm, mm, this breath feels, of fresh air. This feels better. Yeah. Uh, same thing with this Justice League. It feels like just a like a, just a, a Justice League story. That's yeah. all I want. Yeah, I don't yeah. want the giant crazy overarching themes of the DC universe for the past five years kind yeah. of rigmarole. Mm -hmm. um, I, it does feel strange that uh, the, the last one ended on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, and it was like, go to this other series, which we haven't even really announced yet, other than the ad in the back of this book, yeah. and and see where they're going next time in several months from now. And it's uh, the same team, right? As well, from this is slightly different. Uh, in the that same John team Stewart. characters? John Stewart is, yeah, okay. Was okay, it yeah. Hal in the no. last one? Oh, it was John was it Stewart, John? wasn't it? It's all John. Oh, yeah, my God, yeah. you're right. Same team. It's, but so, Hawkgirl is not here shoot. right now, but right. she could still be on the team. Um, they, they made a point, I think, online to say that this story takes place before Snyder's 39-issue run. Wait, what? Fuck you. However, oh, oh. however <laughs> there's a bunch of stuff in this book. I know I'm not supposed to get so bent down with, with, with continuity? continuity, but... When they make explicit points about it, yeah. it's like, well, no. So like, you know, they made it. They made it. We could have figured it out on our own, but they made a huge point to say like this came. This comes before. I'm sorry. Oh. By huge point, where did you see this? Um, uh, that 
Alfred is alive, but then he's dead. But no, then they talk a... about. But then they talk no. about. No, we we decide that it's probably an AI of some sort. Oh, they don't say it otherwise. But then um, uh, they talk about how Superman has revealed his identity, except they weren't talking about that at all elsewhere. Like it's mm. they they're picking and choosing what they want to keep in this yeah. like air quotes timeline. Yeah, um, which is fine. It's just it's messy. Don't say you're doing one thing and then like don't follow through. I, to be honest, had kind of just thought of this as like, well, new writers coming on. Don't now. Yeah. I didn't also didn't read the other stuff, but just like you know, new writer, new story. You know, it's not I, mm-hmm. it's not intended as uh, I, building uh, upon or do I anything to do. Always like to always like to jump into stuff with like the with the conceit of what was it? Nothing makes sense. Nothing matters. It's comics. It's fine. Sure. But when you know, you beat me down for a little while about stuff. It's like I'm gonna I'm gonna notice the little things. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did yeah. you think about this issue, though? Other than that? it was fun, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was that, a lot of fun. Doug Monkey's awesome. I, I love. I'm so glad he's yeah. back. Although I did love uh, the previous artist who was doing the Justice League stuff. Seventy artists on that book. I don't. The main know. one. No, really, there was like um, uh, Francis we Manipal started. Week, Jim Chung was on it. Um, Jimenez. Yes. Jorge Jimenez. Was it Jorge Jimenez? Yeah, That's, I think so. I really yeah. liked mm. his work on that. Yeah, one. there was. There's been a lot of artists on that book. Yeah, um, but yeah, this is basically we've got uh, Daxamites. Daxamites are coming mm-hmm. for us, and um, I didn't, I don't really know Lan- Lantern yet. Oh, yeah. Sodom Yacht. Yeah. yeah, we haven't seen him since Sinestro Corps War oh. when he died. And he oh, die? he died. Yeah, no, no, he he's ha- been around since Sinestro Corps War. Has he? Yeah, since yeah. Rebirth. He was in. Uh, oh, I think this was afterward. Since Rebirth, I don't know, but because um, I haven't, I haven't seen him since he took on Ion and ended up dying in the Sinestro Corps War. Like at that point, he was like the greatest Lantern, right. and he had like all the energy and blah, blah, blah. so he is from he's from an Alan Moore story. Uh-huh. Um, but the way that that story was told, it was one of the Book of Oa stories, yeah. and the way that that was told was kind of like at least heavily implied, that this would be sometime so far in the future that it's like the greatest Green Lantern of all is Sodom Yacht, a Daxamite oh. Green Lantern. Um, Who's basically a not unlike a Kryptonian Green Lantern. Right, especially yeah. because with the Green Lantern ring, like the lead, uh, you know, the lead problem is not a problem. <laughs> you Daxamites know. have a lead problem? Oh, yeah. yeah. So oh. they are, they are reactive to lead like kryptonite. Right. I forgot that. But theirs doesn't go away. So once they've been exposed to lead once, they're, you know, they're done. Um, like they don't get better once the lead is removed. Yeah, did, oh, the, didn't Monel? Didn't Monel have like poisoning forever? So they put him in the fan. Oh, that's why right. they put him in the fan. Yeah. The lead poisoning. Yeah, yeah. He's a daxamite. Exactly. I forgot yeah. that. Thank you. You got it. Hmm. And then Brainiac Five eventually cured him, and so he was all right. But yeah, Sodom Yacht. Um, I think then was after Sinestro Corps was pictured far in the future as the last bearer of the Green Lantern power. Yeah, but somewhere in yeah. between now and then, he's not been a main character in he any of been the Green Lantern books. He's been but I gone. I think because he just retired. Like, he he went to live on Daxum. Mm-hmm. Um, and there might have been other stuff. But I always thought he was cool. I have a Sodom Yacht action figure. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's nice. Um, um, there's some nice characterizations in here. I like that Batman, we're trying to figure out, like, oh, Daxamites are like uh, Kryptonians. Mm-hmm. Um, you, they had the Kryptonite vulnerability bred out of them says yeah. Batman and he talks to Superman what else do you hate and Superman responds well I try not to hate things but I really don't like magic <laughs> I thought <laughs> that, really, that was really cute yeah. so when I read that because it, it's one page to the next I was like when he's like what do you hate I was like Superman doesn't hate anything no, <laughs> um, yeah. I also thought it was a really cool continuity thing to have the Eradicator take a particular interest in Daxum uh-huh. you know which is 
I think not always, but very frequently, at least in modern times, a Kryptonian colony. Yeah. So yeah, they they make point of it here. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but I don't think they've ever done that before. Like, have the Eradicator care one way or the other mm-hmm. about Taximites? But it's a really cool extension of what's already in comics. Yeah, he's a, he's a he essentially he's an AI with one directive. You take away one direct, you take away his directive, he's gonna find another one and he just you know and they are kryptonian yeah you know. parallel to what his directive was of protecting the kryptonian race he was just yeah. like dax them did they say wow maybe they did address this before and he was like he didn't like them because they had been changed yeah yeah i don't recall yeah. but yeah but the thing about the eradicator though mm-hmm. is that his sole purpose <laughs> is to preserve and protect <laughs> Um, the history of Krypton and create yeah. a new Krypton, yeah. and they named him the Eradicator. The Eradicator. Like what? I All know right. the Eradicator. Yeah, yeah. It's fascism. Yeah, because I eradicate <laughs> non-preservation. Yeah. I, I, uh, I eradicate the idea of not being loss. Krypton. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's so silly. Like, yeah. Oh, it's, it's neat when the names of things don't make sense within the confines of the story. It's just yeah. a cool name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, I wonder if they didn't come up with that until later. I don't know. I don't think yeah. so. I think that was introduced pretty. Um, the other problem I have with this book was um, they're, they're, having, they're, they're meeting up mm-hmm. and they're discussing what to do next. And Wonder Woman mm-hmm. says... Uh, there's a sorceress I've encountered, powerful and unpredictable, but pragmatic. She sees a long view. Her name is Madame Xanadu. She's fond of London. And Batman goes, I'll make contact with her. Right. What? Right. Why? Why would you do that? She literally said, "I've had contact with this woman." <laughs> right. I'm in. I'm in the Justice League Dark, which is a magic-based Justice League. <laughs> Batman, I'll go. What? what why? It's, well, he's he's batsplaining. Like, it's fine. He's batsplaining. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't. It doesn't turn out well. No. Like, it's not. <laughs> Why like, didn't you just say Wonder maybe Woman? Maybe in a way that it would have turned out better. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, oh, she's like, what's going on with Wally? I'm sorry. <laughs> Barry? She's questioning <laughs> his uh, his reaction time and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Something's yeah. up with we're, him. We're I sowing assume the we'll... seeds of... Uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so uh, overall, this was fun. Mm-hmm. I think I would have responded better to this if they gave it like two or three weeks uh-huh. since the end of the last issue. Because they they drew a very hard line and put a big old wall up and saying this is separate from that. Yeah. But it literally came out six days later. Well, maybe that's like, why they did it. Actually, maybe they were like, "Hey, we're going to this direction." It's antithetical. Hey guys, you know? Yeah. Well, I just I wonder, and I don't like to make these sort of assumptions, mm. but because every you know I've seen this online. Anytime any change is made, oh people God. make yeah. all of these aspersions yeah, yeah, yeah. as to why and mm-hmm. like, oh, they're right. just bowing to blah blah blah. Right. But like maybe they were seeing that a lot of the reactions of the Justice League, uh, the, to it's the to that Justice League was like, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of neat, but it's kind of hard to follow. Yeah. And then being like, here guys, here's here's a new one. It's a straight up I Justice think, League story. Yeah. With classic, uh, you know. I mean, yeah. yeah. I think too. I think that last issue was late too, like by a week oh, or two, okay. which, oh, which made it worse. Point. But it's just it's as a as a reader, it's just it's um I felt personally onslaught by the last one. So even though this was breezy, mm-hmm. it was nice, the action was great, um little nitpicks here and there, but overall it was fine. It felt like a it felt like how Batman's grave does. It's just like on the side. Yeah. Oh, you and not a part okay. of anything. It's just like, oh, this is fine. Oh, this is cool. Okay. Well, to that point that might be why you remember at the end of the last one there was that ad, which you don't see a lot of that are like check out these three different places to see the Justice League. Yeah. They might have been like, hey, if you're into this, go here. Yeah. If you're looking for, you know, this kind of, you know, this other kind of Justice League, yeah, yeah. go here. Um, 
and it which was, I think they should yeah. have in the back of every book. Every uh, every cool. book yeah. that has, um, let's say for Justice League, because there's Justice League Odyssey and there's Justice League Dark, mm-hmm. the back of every Justice League should be like, hey, do you like the big, crazy uh, sci-fi uh, stuff? Yeah. Go, to, go to Odyssey. That's do a cool idea. Do you like idea. the magic shit? Yeah. Go to Dark. That's a very cool idea. Yeah, just because I feel like when they start to spread out all their little branches mm-hmm. of all the mm-hmm. same title with different adjectives mm-hmm. attached, they it gets confusing for readers and no yeah, one really yeah. knows like what the, literally someone was like what i've never heard of justice league odyssey what is this yeah um, I, I forgot that book is still going exactly. yeah me too is i didn't realize i read the first three or four issues i yeah. just didn't like it yeah. i get it in for my three subscribers for that book and that's yeah. kind of it yeah i'll tell you what these the daxamite reveal at the end is it's very cool too you know that's like classic oh, you know right. i love silver age stuff and mm-hmm. it's just like very uh very like big and zany playing with ideas but in what doesn't seem if, like the way that you guys were upset about. It feels you know? like it feels yeah, yeah, like I this yeah. it feels like this this story and this creative team is almost like a stopgap for some other relaunch or mm. do you know what I mean like it feels like they're If that is for the like case, eight, I'm well, enjoying I, the hell out of it. That's yeah. what I'm that's what I'm going to say like yeah. I I think this this will this feels like it's going to serve well to be a nice collection. Yeah. Just like a nice, a nice little story, which is I, I, like it, it's making me think that the uh, the Batman's Grave kind of comparison works mm. even more because I think that's going to read much better yeah, as, a, as a collected. Yeah. And I think this is going to be like a this might be end up being one of those more evergreen Justice League stories that don't really have to do with continuity. And it's oh, just yeah, kinda, just like here's yeah. the Justice League. I, uh, one more thing, I do <laughs> like how it ends. Uh-huh. Uh, so Batman, for some reason, has decided to go discuss things with Madame Xanadu and enlist her help. And so she has enveloped him in a bunch of dark magic, which is very nicely illustrated, <laughs> yeah. the purple dark magic tentacles. Yeah. And so the Justice League are in communications with him, like, hey, how's it going? And so he's like, uh, I'm going to have to put you on hold. <laughs> and so they're like, oh, we'll hold. And then, and then the big reveal of like yeah, all the Daxamites. Yeah. I just like that the issue ends on, like I, just, I hear hold music playing you know? <laughs> with the Daxamites coming in. Yeah, yeah. But you hear like ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please hold. Um, let's move on to Ant Man number one by Zeb Wells and Dillit Burnett. Dylan Burnett, my bad. Dillit, did you say? That's a Dillett. good name. <laughs> um, old Skillet Dillit. Skillet Dillit. Uh, Dylan Burnett. Scott Lang is back and doing better than ever. Eh, at least according to him. But his daughter, Stinger, and the anthill he's living in say otherwise. Desperate to raise his daughter's opinion of him, Scott takes a job from local beekeepers only to uncover a global conspiracy that could topple the world order. No time to call the Avengers. This sounds like a job for Ant-Man? There's yeah. no time. There's no time to call the Avengers. I mean, it depends on if you're roaming. Uh, oh, do, I I, yeah, do they yeah, have yeah. a text plan? Yeah. Oh, we don't right. know. Because he's not. A, he's out of work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he he's not. A, a, they they hit on that a little hard a couple times. Yeah. Um. Uh. This is cute. I thought it was this really was super cute. cute. Yeah. I really like the art a lot. It's like, so good. Really. Yeah. yeah. Um. Old Skillet Dillet. He's really bringing the A game. Skill Dills. Yeah, yeah. Skill Dills. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Dylan Burnett. Skill Dills is <laughs> now Dylan Burnett. <laughs> well, it's it's actually it's uh, his Just friends call him perfectly. Dilly Burn. <laughs> Dilly Burn. Uh, th- yeah, I love the art in this. It's um, fantastic. That's kind of my my favorite part. And it's, mm. Zeb Wells is really good at this type of book. Yeah. Okay. Um, or I mean, I haven't really read any really serious things that he's done. Well, I think the last thing that we wrote we read that Zeb Wells was a part of was the No Road Home. 
Oh, that was he was he part was of part he was of part of that creative team. So a lot of the oh. a lot of the humor in that book, like I I attributed to Zeb Wells, and I, I remember reading a couple of his and really liking a couple of his brand new day stuff with with Spider Man. Oh, that was funny. He was part of that brain trust, yeah. and some of his stuff was usually the funniest or the yeah. cutest. He's pretty clever. Yeah. Um, and I, I love the Swarm show up. There's this I I got excited about Swarm. I don't know why. He's like swarm? a Swarm. He's the bee guy. The oh the bee guy. He's made yeah, of yeah, bees. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think know. I had heard of Swarm before. Oh, he's like a classic Spidey villain. Oh, all right. I mean, not classic. He's not like Steve Ditko classic, but <laughs> right. yeah, he's old. Well, he was a Nazi though, right? It says in the not that Nazis I mean, can't be Spider-Man villains. Wait, was Swarm villains. a Nazi? Yeah, they they I give they that. give you his whole yeah. his whole rundown in his visor, which is oh, a, was, was a cute funny. device. Yeah, I really liked. I liked how so I've never I don't remember ever seeing this before, but then again, I've never read like tons of Ant Man. Oh, he is a um, Nazi supervillain. Oh, now I feel bad. Well, because you love him. Because I love him. <laughs> it doesn't. It's I, not. It doesn't present itself immediately. Yeah. Bee guy doesn't. He doesn't have swastikas you know. all over his bees. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm gonna um, have to get rid of my my swarm body <laughs> pillow. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one that uh, velcros together. You, it's a bunch of little bee but, pillows. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you yeah. made it yourself. It's literally <laughs> bees. It's. You didn't put two and two together. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, I like how they I like how they uh, portrayed him speaking to the insects. Oh, I love. So I'm this, a sucker for cute shit. So this like, this thing here where he's calling for the bees because he's gonna like kind of change his frequency. Bees, bees, I bees, love bees, this bees. panel of him just like reaching out in the air like bees. I can kind of see his, his fingers <laughs> waggling a little bit. Bees. bees, 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 bees. Does he need to do that with his hands? No, but I, I like as somebody that like yeah. talks with their hands and or like like <laughs> when they're thinking they'll like yeah, yeah. twirl something like I it just it made me laugh out loud. I thought and it was they really say cute. he talks with. The sense, the aim guy. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Gesticulates. Um, yeah, I didn't yeah. know that Cassie's his uh, sidekick now. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah, yeah that's that, really I like cute. That. She used to be stature. When yeah. did she become Stinger? When is Here. this? This is this. Okay, I, I believe now. And her costume is a cool version oh, yeah. of the original Ant Man. You know, uh, yeah. Giant Man costume. I think. Um, yeah, I, I wonder you, why. Just real quick. Yeah. What do you think of Stature, the code name versus Stinger? I like Stature. I like Stature. Way better. Stinger is way cutesier. Waspier. Yeah. As in, yeah. like, the wa- Ant-Man and the Wasp. But right. That's true. Okay. Not the yeah. white it's people. On, yeah. <laughs> the white yeah. Anglo-Saxon people. Yeah, Protestant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. Stinger yeah, it's, it's on, a little on, on brand. Yeah. Stat- it's, I mean, I guess also, presumably, she has, you know, Stinger powers. Now, yeah. You know, more insect stuff mm-hmm. rather than just rather than just size changing. I think yeah. it's gross. He's, like... Sitting on, he made a lounge chair out of um, eggs. Eggs, yeah. I think that's gross. Oh, did he? And I he's hitting s- them too. Ew. Yeah. yeah. Also, how is he? How is living in an anthill better than just homeless down anywhere? <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, well, because like, the ants are there to help him. He can. He's got an army of slaves. I mean, friends. Yeah. Well, I guess they they talk. You know, Pam is like, hey, yeah. I gave you, I, I, I vouched for you. I, you wear Pam pheromone. <laughs> right. I know you vouched for me. Make me sad. I gave. Do not start in on me, Pam. Exactly. So I think they're. <laughs> so I think weird. they're friendly. <laughs> He's in a weird relationship and with dirt, Pam. Not man dirt. <laughs> like um, that's their dirt, not yeah, his. Yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah, yeah. how do you guys? So like two things about this. Like um, first of all, the bee suit was funny. But yeah. how do you guys yeah. feel about the way it ended with these fucking weird, almost like? Do you mean Vespa, the specter of hornets? Thread, the silkworm ghoul, and tusk, the rhino beetle Hulk? They're like insect gods, almost, I guess so, or or yeah. or totems. 
or yeah, yeah. some sort of avatars of yeah, the insect it's that very they are. weird. Yeah, it's, it's revealed that b- the bee man that uh, swarm was there to like it's keep B-Man. them at bay somehow, right. and so by being Wait, swarm, so we have to root for this Nazi. Yeah. Well, maybe he's cluster, turned his this, back on the Nazi uh-huh. ways. You this, know, maybe he's Nas- Nazi cluster of bees. Yeah, <laughs> okay. maybe you know, maybe he can change if he gets You're better. Be begging me for my swarm body pillow. <laughs> a Nazi <Again>. supervillain, <laughs> a Nazi supervillain whose consciousness is dispersed over hundreds of thousands of bees and who's able to mentally control any bee within a three mile radius. See, I just assume he was like from the forties. When they said not, you know, I thought you were about to say from the bees. I, I believe he's, he's from, of the bees. He's, yes. <laughs> now if I may make a point. He's of the bees. He yes. makes he uh, he <laughs> collates and makes them sentient. He's yes. of bees. He's of yeah. bees. His his family name is Swarm of Bees. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Of, of, of Billy Swarm of, of Bees. Of the family bee. Yes. Yeah. You, do you like it enough to read the second issue? I probably would not, honestly. Because okay. um, you hate a good time. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. You know, I only like things I don't like. That's what your you Hebrew know? name translates as. <laughs> Triple. I, it does translate as something different. <laughs> Hater of a good time, Tribble. <laughs> um, you know what? I don't know. If you guys wanted to read it for the show, I'd totally read it. This feel, But it, it feels like it's something that that's going to get collected in digest and given to, like, 11-year-olds. Yeah. Like, it's 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 yeah. just yeah. slightly... Yeah, when I literally do that. Yeah. Yeah. Which You're eleven year old. Be... Enjoy this swarm. Yeah. He's a Nazi. Wait, yeah. that eleven year old stole my comic. Nazi? <laughs> you gotta pay for that. <laughs> I, I, it was cute. I liked yeah, it. I don't know if I'm the ex- explicit audience for no. it, but it's adorable. And I think the the kid thing is is just right. You know, mm. st- uh, I just called her stature. Stinger, you know, is a great entry character for that. Yeah. Yeah. He's a Let, dad. <laughs> let's move on to backtrack number one, huh? Uh-huh. Uh, Brian Jones and Jake Elphick Guilt weighs heavy on former criminal wheelman Allison Who led an illicit life that led her, left her shattered into pieces But when she hears about a massive cross-history car race That grants the winner a chance to correct a single mistake in their life Allison will drive from the Big Bang to the death knell of the universe for the grand prize. Well, they really give you the whole thing I'm glad I didn't read that solicit I didn't read it till just now Um mm. It's Will Person, by the way, JD. Oh, no. I, I know. <laughs> also, Wait, what is what? Air quotes. Um, <laughs> oh, I re- so, you know, being as this is a comics podcast and we talk about superheroes, I was like, who's Wheel Man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a Nazi made of wheels. Oh, no. <laughs> he is, he's a Nazi scientist of wheels. He's of wheels. But, yeah, this was kind of fun. It's basically a big, crazy action movie uh, race. Race to the death. Let's mm. say death race. The death race. Yeah, just to pick a just to pick a name out of the hat. Huh. Yeah, this was. You, this, I love this. I really like this a lot. Like, I, I think I I messaged you guys. I was like, oh, this yeah. is dope. I think you said yeah. backtrack number one is good. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. Well, like it's it's very. I am a big fan of taking something that's seemingly so simple and just imbuing it with hmm. fun. Hmm. With 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 with, a, with Nazis with a little bit of a. That little, that little bit of Nazi. No, like imbue, like the idea, the idea of a deal with the devil, the idea of uh, just one last job, which one last, uh, yeah, you fuck. One last hurrah, yeah. yeah. One last it. job, or, or even just even even the uh, the the conceit of uh, a former or or down on their luck. Actually, just mourning. Yeah, uh, for sure. So, yeah. like this idea of giving somebody one last chance is so. It's not overplayed. It's just it's classic, and yeah. then kind of just 
they're not concerned with uh, this book doesn't seem like it's concerned with reinventing the wheel more so than just like really swerving into it and I like that like it's yeah. fun it's, yeah, it's crazy yeah I agree I think it's fun basically yeah. we've got this main character um, Allison and the, the way the art is first of all I like the art as well mm -hmm. uh, it's a different sort of style mm. uh, very muted palette for the colors um, but there's a lot of really nice ink work done and the facial expressions are kind of fun they're a little wonky here and there but for the most part I think it's really nicely done yeah that's it, what I was looking at it's so it cute like, mm. uh, basically the devil character mm. um, I like his design too yeah I yeah. like the texture on that suit and the mm -hmm. the sparkle counterpoint red suit. yeah and we see it again in the guy with the black suit Oh. With the same streak in his hair, but different color. What? Yeah. I wouldn't even catch that. Thank oh, you. yeah. Nicely um, done. Also, too, they, uh, this artist, I've already forgot the name, Dilly Byrne. Um, he, Jake Elphick. Oh, well, everyone's Dilly Byrne. Um, <laughs> they, he uh, uh, really deals with vehicles really well. Yeah. Like, I love how he draws cars and, and motion. I, it just seems, it's not something that everyone does very well. Very kinetic. Yeah. It's very nice. Um, like, wh why would you want to depict a car chase, like an, a motion car chase? Or it's very difficult to depict something like a car chase in a comic comics, book, yeah. and it's great. Sure. This is really fun. Yeah, I'd say he's really good. Sean Murphy's really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, as far as kineticism. Um, but, yeah, basically she's mourning the loss of her lover, I'm assuming, um, boyfriend of some sort. And the devil, this devil character, shows up and offers her, hey, listen, you enter this race, you win the race, you get to change whatever you want. Uh, and also, here's a video of what your future could look like mm -hmm. oh, yeah. if if this if you change things. Um, but uh, yeah, I really like uh, the passage of time, the way that you mm. watch her throughout a day, literally just drink. She leaves the bar in the morning, goes home, sleeps, wakes up, drinks, goes back to the bar. Mm -hmm. um, you could really feel sort of the the morning. Also, there's um, that she's going through dinosaurs, and then dinosaurs yeah. out of nowhere, and yeah. the promise of other time things. Yeah, this is uh, fun. They yeah, actually, so the guy in the black suit is that the guy in the red suit? No, these are the guy who starts the race. No, it's not the same. Okay, so it is a different guy. A very different dude. He's got a he's got a twirly mustache, and no, he's been no, on the race before. Not that guy. This guy, who the one who begins the race. Oh, that's the, the same dude. Yeah, yeah, that's him. He that's is in okay because he has completely different color like oh, his hair his is hair also is a different, different color, color, but it's the same. And he's wearing a different suit. Mm -hmm. All right, um, his his hair. The streak in his hair matches the color of his suit. So Indeed. when he changes the so suit, whenever he changes his suit, yeah. the hair color changes. Yeah, he's, he's so. a very put together gentleman. Yeah, that's cool. Also, probably not a gentleman. Maybe not. Yeah. You think he's up to no good? I think he's up to supernaturalness. Uh oh. Quellix? Is that yeah. his name? Yeah. Mm. Um, cool uh, design on where they meet, too. This, mm -hmm. like, pink dome yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. This is just wonky enough to be great. I'm really glad that I did not read mm, anything yeah. about it because, like, the dinosaur showing up, I was like, wait, what the fuck? Okay, cool. Neat. <laughs> um, all right. Let's move on to Thunder Round. Thunder Round. Thunder Round. <laughs> so, hey, Brian. Hey, yeah. Um, <laughs> what is a Thunder Round for the people at home? Oh, for the people at home, yeah. the Thunder Round is 60 seconds, uh -huh. wherein whoever is talking talks about one comic, uh, and, well, they can talk about whatever they want, but they only have 60 seconds. Uh-huh. Uh, and then at the end of that 60 seconds, boom, it's done. You're done. And then they can, you cannot talk you about it and under any circumstances. You're done. 
That's it. Yeah, you can never, even after the show, yeah. you cannot discuss that comic anymore. <laughs> That's right. We burn copies of it. All right, so DC's Crime of Passion 80-page giant came out this week, which is basically just their Valentine's Day yeah. release. Uh, some of the writers are Steve Orlando, James Tinney and the Fourth, Cena Grace, and Jay Baruchel, hmm. the actor. And Wait, really? Yeah. yeah. What is he an actor of? Uh, he was in a lot of the... Um, Movies. He's in uh, a lot of the movies. He, uh, no, he was in This is the End. He was and, in um, uh-huh. uh, Goon. What's the one where they have a baby? Knocked Up. Knocked Up. Who's in Knocked Up? If you saw him, you'd know him. You'd okay. know him. Yeah. All right. You'd be like, oh, it's that guy. It was, uh, he was in Knocked Jay Up. Show. Oh, yeah. He's a very uh, talented writer. Art oh, by cool. some of the artists are Greg Smallwood, Riley Rosmo, Mike Norton, and Anthony Spey. We're going we're gonna to tag team this <laughs> uh, I almost got real gross. We're gonna tag team this comic book. What was uh, the gross one? We're each gonna. I'm not gonna do it. We're each gonna do 20 seconds. So here we go. Wait, who starts? No, you start. go. Um, I read seven out of the ten short stories in here. There was one or two that I thought were deep, like fun, and others that just kind of I forgot immediately. It's like any other. Um. You put the timer for 60 minutes, by the way. No, no, no. I'll talk about it for 20 minutes. So, <laughs> issue one, panel one. It's by Steve Orlando and Greg Smallwood. Go. Yeah, we're starting over. Um, <laughs> this is, this is uh, your mileage varies when it comes to uh, anthology books. There's yeah. a handful mm. that are fun. There's a handful that are really not. I super, super liked the uh, the Wildcat one because I haven't seen him in a while. That was mm-hmm. really, really fun. I miss, I miss Ted Grant. Mm. Um, other than that, it was just okay. Yeah, Ryan. it's cool to have the ability to have Ted Grant back in their current yeah. continuity. Um, I read two of these: Batman More Than Maybe and the Plastic Man one. The prettiest thing, uh, the art in Batman More Than Maybe was was really cool, classic. And uh, Plastic Man one, I really thought she was going to turn bad, but she was good, and it was good. Hey, I liked it. Was fine. Yeah. Uh, I really liked the first one, and that's really only because of Greg Smallwood's art. Hmm. I love Greg Smallwood; he's fantastic. Um, and uh, I thought that Jay Baruchel was fine. Uh, it was very overwritten. Um, I-, I found myself skipping word boxes. End of round! <laughs> Which one did he write? The Nightwing. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and then, oh, Batman number 88. I'm going to do a thunder round. Thunder round. And go. All right, so this is a, this is their Dark Designs Part 3, and basically it's revealed that some spooky weird shit went down between Catwoman and the Riddler and the Penguin, and uh, we don't know exactly what that is, but for some reason the Joker is in a grave. There's a dead, there's a Joker corpse that the Catwoman literally digs up uh, in her full latex suit for some reason. Um, and uh, yeah, she digs up the Joker and he's in there. So I'm curious about that. I think this is a lot more interesting than the stuff that was coming before it with Tom King, even though there was some really good stuff in there. I'm really enjoying this more. Um, Basically, we've got all of these assassins um, led by Deadpool. And, oh, the penguin gets his throat slit. Ah, So that's kind of neat. Oh, and then Harley Quinn shows up at the end. I really enjoy this. This is a lot of fun. Penguin's doing pretty well, isn't he? Yeah, for having his throat slit. Eight. Uh, Brian, how's your day going? Uh, you know, it's pretty good. I, you know, I, I'm doing this podcast, uh-huh, and uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. I like Batman. You know, end of round. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> <laughs> we, we barely made it out unscathed. Yeah. Just a, lot Just a little scathed. Lots to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> let's move on to Immortal Hulk: Great Power by Tom Taylor and Jorge Molina. Mm. Uh, Jorge. Diamond has this to say: 
The Hulk finds a new host, the amazing Spider-Man. When Bruce Banner wakes up in the middle of the night without the Hulk, he thinks he's finally free. But the Hulk is immortal. <laughs> and the night's not over yet. If you thought he was dangerous in the body of a mild-mannered Bruce Banner, wait till you see him now. Peter Parker is a man with the proportional strength and agility of a spider, capable of lifting trains on his bad days. And he's about to get a big green power-up. With a temper to match. Uh, I did not read this, but I am flabbergasted at the, at the team. Tom Taylor hmm. is an excellent writer, who yeah. I, and Jorge Molina is a wonderful artist. Hmm. Um, this is a team that I would not expect to be on a one-shot that just hmm. tag-teams two different characters and throws them together willy-nilly just for shits and giggles. Hmm. Um, I wish I had had time to read it. I totally forgot. But what did you guys think? Is it... It was cool. As good as the yeah. uh, team suggests. I mean, I, I say I, so. I kind of loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it I, was really good. I loved it even more uh, describing it to you, like because I, I read through it and it was just it was um it was fun. It was like candy. Um, the characterizations are spot on. There's a couple like really good, um, deeper continuity kind of uh, choices uh, between the, the relationships of all the characters. Like the Fantastic Four show up, Spider Man's in it, uh, Bruce Banner, and they all have relationships, but. You know where continuity kind of lives now. They they add a couple of little things in, and it's really cute. It's cute for longtime readers or fans of the characters, and it's just it's 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 fun. Mm-hmm. Like it's just fun. yeah. I like the I like side kind of one shots like this that are you know just um, like two characters or whatever. You know they don't really tie that much into it, and by the time the story is done, everything is basically as it was. Yeah, it's just a nice interaction. Now the con- there were a couple of continuity things that I thought were off, like um, the. Well, one thing real quick that is uh, something you had mentioned about a different book we're reviewing this week. It's Franklin's uh, Franklin Richards' Black Hair oh, is also in this, which is oh, it's just weird that because it's weird in the other book, and we can t- we can talk about his hair color we'll talk more about later it in, in but, detail. But yeah. it's in here, and I thought that that was just like oh, it's supported in this other book. Yeah, it's um, everywhere. It's just not yeah. anywhere else. Yeah, interesting. Huh? Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> that it's, was a neat sentence. It's everywhere right now, but it's never been anywhere yeah. else. And like, even, even in yeah, future even, versions. Even future so, versions yeah. of them. Well, you know what it is, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. I, he I, somebody told me he dyed his hair. Okay. okay. For, the, for the wedding. Oh, they, so it was addressed, and he's like, oh, I'm dying my hair. Yeah. And there, that's that. I'm a teenager, now I'm going to dye my hair black. I'm done with that. I figured it was something Didn't know that. of that nature. <laughs> Didn't know okay, that. cool. Good on you, bro. Like I'm gonna use a little bit of the remaining power I have left. <laughs> to <make my> <laughs> I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change the reality of yeah. my hair follicles. Yeah. Um, Real but the, metal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the continuity thing that I thought was odd was just some of the relationships. Where so everyone's forgotten that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, except sure. people he's revealed it to. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Bruce Banner would know. That Spider-Man is good at math and stuff no. like that, you know, like no, he he was killed in Civil War two. Uh huh. After and when then somebody shot him. Yeah, in, in the in the right. face with an arrow. Right. Um, and then he was revived by the Hulk and blah blah. And then this whole series has been happening. But right before Civil War two, mm-hmm. it was it was not very far from. Spider-Man revealing him or or, or um, putting everything back in the box right, right, right. and then slowly so like I don't think there's there hasn't been any team up between them no I don't think it's a secret identity I don't think he ever would have forgotten that aspect of you know like because he and the Hulk were on battle world or whatever and he you know I just think that I just assume that Bruce Banner has interacted with Spider-Man and he doesn't know who he is but he's like oh that Spider-Man guy 
he's, sure he's got science stuff going yeah. on or whatever. I, I didn't think anything of it. Really? Because like, yeah, there's yeah. Like, in, in recent memory, and I, I'm not super forgetful, there hasn't mm. been anything where they've ever really worked together in any capacity other than punching. Mm. Like at all. Um, and I guess he does run into him usually as the Hulk. I just figured the general knowledge in the Marvel Universe, mm-hmm. like even if he hasn't met him. On the street? Yeah, Word exactly. on the street is that Spider-Man's yeah, slinging around. pretty witty. Yeah, quick. exactly. Yeah. You know that Spider-Man guy. Be like, oh, no, I never worked with him, but oh, you know. Big on chemistry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he's one of the smart dudes in the Marvel Universe. I did not make that assumption. And also yeah. the, the stuff with him and the Fantastic Four was not off base, but, you know, Reed Richards was like, well, I'm wondering whether to lock you up right now. That's not unbelievable. But uh, but I could also believe that he would be like, oh, Bruce, my good friend. You know, I, I was I was curious about this because I remember back mm-hmm. in 1990, a mm-hmm. similar thing had happened. Mm-hmm. By similar, I mean exact same thing where you've got a Hulk Peter Parker in a ripped up Spider-Man suit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was in Web of Spider-Man number 70 back in 1990. And it was, uh, you know, David Michelini and Jerry Conway with Alex Seviak on mm-hmm. um, art. But I was, as soon as this came out, I was like, oh, are they doing another 90s revival type mm. thing? But, what, yeah, it's not actually related, but it's a very similar happening. What happened that time? Uh, it was a, um, a power absorber that winds up pricking Peter and oh, then yeah. giving him the gamma stuff. Sure. I have a, I have a weird, nerdy-ass question. Cool. So that all happened prior to Secret Wars, and then they rebirthed all of the universes and stuff. Uh-huh. Is that maybe like a detail they didn't? It's not in continuity anymore. Yeah. As, as, well, it is. Do but they mention that like it, oh, no. not again? No, oh. it no, is no. in continuity, and I do that with air quotes. But it's not in current continuity anymore because yeah. they they never technically reboot the Marvel universe. Right. Right. Either way, Which they never the mention it. Okay, I, mention, I was yeah. wondering if there was gonna be like ah, geez. Ah, One more time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's there's a couple of really really great stuff in here. Um, things in here. I like Peter Parker as the Hulk. They actually like with the thing trying to fight him. It's not just a Hulk. He actually does function like Spider-Man, walking on walls and stuff. Oh, yeah. It's actually but really like ripping it's the really wall funny. off. Yeah, as he leaves stupid it. sticky yeah, yeah. wall. Yeah, uh, stupid ah. sticky wall. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, That's cute. I yeah. really 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 loved Bruce Banner's characterization here, wanting to stay with Peter when he turns, mm. and vice yeah. versa. And also to the reveal at the end that the Hulk remembers who That Peter was really is. cool, too. Because and the, yeah. his memory has never been changed. Yeah. Banner's memory was yeah. changed, which and I, I thought like was awesome. how he feels about Banner. I think it's yeah. not... So that's a continuity thing that I'm cool with. I don't know. He's... Uh, that, and this might be um, brought up in Immortal Hulk, but he's, like, fond of Banner. You know, he's family. Um, yeah. Whereas in other kind of, uh, characterizations, he doesn't care for Bruce Banner at all. I, well, I think it could be both. You know, like somebody like family you're intrinsically connected to, but you hate them. And it, it, well, you don't have oh, to. You, okay. know, you like you love them, but you don't like them. Mm. But um, I think that's been moving in that direction for a while with them. Yeah. Anyway, that there's like more of a parity between y- them. You mentioned you like issues or things like this, like little one shots on the side that that are sometimes yeah. yeah yeah. Um, I only like them when they're as good as this. Like uh, for me, they um for me a lot of times. Side issues almost have a a bigger bar or hurdle to jump. Mm. Like they have to feel self-contained, mm-hmm. but also of a piece. They have to they have to kind of like you know they have to clear a little bit of a higher jump as opposed to just yeah. part four of six. Okay. Um, and this was fantastic. But a lot of times yeah. you'll read these and it'll be like, why did I read that? Like it mm-hmm. went nowhere. It gave me nothing. Yeah. And it changed. A lot of times very I like little. those if they're set as they tend to be in some other 
part of history for the kind right like that's a lot of times i think why they do it because mm-hmm. they're like like uh tarot that we reviewed a lot the avengers one yeah that was with and you didn't Did care you for that but <laughs> no i didn't yeah. um i would though but um i haven't and you know because they can't tell those stories in a regular continuity um my problem with that my problem with that book though wasn't that it did that it's mm. that that it did that without telling me shit oh yeah like it was it was i'm gonna drop you into the 50th Mm. page of a 300 page story with no primer um also loki yeah yeah loki's the guest star that's uh you know the cause of the whole deal he's a good guy now. yeah he's he's fun yeah i like like good guy loki yeah this this is a funny fun book tom taylor just continues to be awesome and i mean that's the that's the biggest story the fact that they bring them you just give tom taylor something something bigger yeah, yeah give in, him in something big. and bigger. Yeah. He's not exclusive with either company either. No. Like, he's just killing it. Lois Lane number eight by Greg Rucka and Mike Perkins. As the world comes to realize Lois Lane is also the wife of Superman and mother of Superboy, the DC Universe's most acclaimed reporter finds herself hunted by a deadly assassin codenamed the Kiss of Death. The only thing standing between Lois and execution is the question. But can Renee Montoya stop the kiss before she fulfills her contract? This series is a pretty pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it. Uh, what did you think, Noel? Um, I love this, um, but admittedly, this is probably one of my least favorite issues. Why is that? Uh, it's just it's it's um. This it didn't feel like filler. It's just this is this is like the uh, the plot thickening, but not in a uh, new reveal kind of way. Just more in a shuffling things around for the next piece. Did they have to tie in so if to this was your the f- Superman reveal? A little thing? bit. Okay. Well, actually, they don't really talk about it here. Actually, okay. I don't think in in where this story is right now, I don't think the world knows yet. No. It's headed in the Yeah, in it's headed in the solicitation. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, the world doesn't know. They just think that um, Lois Lane is cheating on her husband with Superman. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, Which is a very interesting sticky wicket. Yeah. Yeah. Which you know will be fixed, but this was this was just kind of like an action movie, or it was it was um, it's the resolution of a climax from the issue before. So if you had jumped on this issue to kind of see what it's all about, I don't think you would get a very good impression. Hmm. But with that said, this series is dope. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's really, really, it's really, really solid. And there was a couple of issues back where the whole most of it was a conversation of like two people talking in the park and just talking about facts. And mm. new and how news journalism works, mm. yeah. And how important it is to have facts, mm. and that no, we we can't just write and say anything we want. Mm. But then the other woman's like, "Well, no, I know you say you can't, quote unquote, but like, who enforces that?" Huh. And she doesn't really have an answer. Yourself, um, yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, I've really been enjoying what what they've been doing in this book, mm-hmm. talking about the importance of information, yeah. correct information, mm. and the White House. Um, some people, I'm sure, will be offended by it. Uh, why does everything got to be so why woke? Why does everything got to be uh, factual? Um, yes. stupid. So factual. Yeah. So I didn't understand the end of this issue. Okay. Go ahead. What's your question? I didn't understand the end of this issue. That's a statement. Oh, that's that's the end of it. Okay. <laughs> so basically so we Somebody had, in a... Go ahead. So this woman um, was meeting up with a nun... And then wound up drugging that nun and escaping in the nun habit and then going to this guy's house. Um, oh, no, no. The, the woman who was. Oh, that's what it is. So the, the guy goes into the room. and He finds, oh, the nun who was there is trussed up and mm-hmm. has been drugged. 
um, and the woman stole her clothes. And so that woman wearing the habit uh, then goes to the Birmingham International Airport, and you see her stuffing uh, mm-hmm. that disguise into a bin, a trash bin, so, and then that's Jessica Knight. Yeah, so I get all that. Um, is there was there any indication in previous issues? And Jessica Knight is the name of the, is the reporter that was killed at the very beginning of all this. Yes. Um, is there any indication that I missed who this prisoner is? No. Okay. So that I was don't my. Think that, we know. that was the source of my confusion. That's the mystery like, of like, like, who is this? I couldn't tell yeah. the way that because it, it again like they're only dealing with 20, 20 pages and sometimes like beats are skipped. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I couldn't remember if they had introduced this threat earlier or if it literally was introduced right now and it's taking that. I'm gonna say as far as my me- my very yeah. faulty memory is concerned. I'm with you. Okay, because it was it wasn't like a I don't get what happened. It was just more like, is this something I should know, or are they just introducing it? No, I think it? this is the okay. huh okay. moment. Yeah. Sometimes comics. That's what ha- they call in in um, uh, journalism. The huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what they call in storytelling. The whoa, whoa, whoa. the denouement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so. Uh, do you have a version of that joke, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, the horse is still kicking. <laughs> let's workshop it a little bit let's, more. <laughs> uh, let's, let's move on to Darth Vader number one. I order stuff all the time. In the shattering climax of The Empire Strikes Back, Darth Vader infamously reveals his true relationship to Luke Skywalker and invites his son to rule the galaxy at his side. Spoilers. But Luke refuses... Plunging into the abyss beneath Cloud City rather than turn to the Dark Seed. Doesn't it really annoy you when people call Dark Side Dark Seed? Yeah. Me too. Because it's, it's uh, EI too. Yeah. Which, like my last name, you know, in, in that tradition, you pronounce the second one. It's right yeah. there. Dark Side. It's Dark Side. Idiots. We all remember Luke's utter <laughs> horror in this life altering moment. But what about Vader? In this new epic chapter in the Darth Vader saga, the Dark Lord <laughs> grapples with Luke's unthinkable refusable and refusal and embarks on a bloody mission of rage-filled revenge against everything and everyone who had a hand in hiding and corrupting his only son. But even as he uncovers the secrets of Luke's origins, Vader must face shocking new challenges from his own dark past <laughs> okay wait <laughs> yeah um i for a long time i read dark seed uh-huh oh you called it dark seed i read it as dark seed and, and i have to i like you know it's like when you have terrible habits when you're 12 and you have to kind of like yeah. really overthink it before you speak yeah yeah i i i like in my head still i have to, to i have to remind like dark side dark side still i mean sometimes you a debate, you know. I mean, I, people have debated that. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure Kirby's intention was dark sign, yeah. but I mean, I think we talked about. It. I, I said mean, Magneto. What's wrong with you know, dark? How would you know? It's written down. What's wrong with Darkseed? What isn't wrong with Darkseed? No. Yeah. What'd you guys think of Darth Vader? Uh, I thought it was grand. No, it was no, grand. Okay, it was fine. I thought it was grand. It was pretty cool. It was a interesting. I this kind of story is not usually something that I gravitate to. Like the little. The little side story mm-hmm. in the midst of a story that I already know what's going to happen. Yeah. Prequels in general, and this in some ways counts as a prequel. Yeah. You know, are they are they're less exciting because you know how it turns Is out. Is it a prequel or a sequel? Whoa, it's a requel. Whoa, Whoa. Uh, uh, just because it's a prequel to some stuff that we know. Did you did you read Karen Gillan's Darth Vader no, book? No, no, no. This feels very much like that. It was huh. real good. Yeah. Um, I think I read. Maybe we read one of them for this and. Yeah. No. Nope. Liar. Huh. 
<laughs> wrong. Uh, maybe I just go get no wrong. Synopsis it's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, this um. So this is the first, or is this the first proper Vader um series since that Karen Gillan one? And it was a bunch of it was a bunch of like minis. There in was between. a Charles Soul one, right? Was that was I thought that was just like a mini though. Was that an actual? Oh, that like, was a that was a long. Was going for a while. Is this an ongoing? So I didn't read that. Yeah, and that was Vader Year One. Oh, so, oh, so that takes just... place right after three with a mm. no, mm. and then like him getting his, his first red lightsaber and all that stuff. Oh, okay, um, oh, that's so, a yeah. nice moment in any yeah. life. Had you read yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. Had you read that? Was it good? I read the first issue and it was great. Oh, yeah. this this does feel like so. I I had no intention or care to read that Gillen run except mm. I started reading the Jason Aaron run and they were intrinsic with each other and they were mm. both incredibly good. So I was like, yeah. I never thought that I would give a shit about reading. Uh, everything I wanted to know about Darth Vader, I knew. Yeah, but the idea of Darth Vader having to deal with the bureaucracy of the Empire yeah. is so fun. <laughs> yeah, was that was the previous thing? Essentially, yeah, okay, like yeah. like the the, okay. the Emperor kept sending like these other admirals and stuff to like keep Vader in line, and it was just fun. And systematically trying to secretly dispatch them. Yeah, it was. It <laughs> was... reminds me of a uh, Chad Vader. You remember that from <laughs> years ago? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like. Ugh. <laughs> It was just it was really cool um reading about uh Vader kind of dealing with foes or mm. or or conflicts at all sides. Was that the one the first issue was um I forget who it is now. The the general that we know from other movies. Tarkin? Uh, yeah, maybe maybe. I forget. I didn't I apparently didn't even read it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was just it was a really fun read and this reminded me of that, like the idea of this this bad actor who's so good at what he does, mm. able to kind of juggle multiple foes and or things mm. at the same time, which mm-hmm. is which seems like this. So he's he's going to, he's juggling, um, learning more about his son, and at the same time dealing with the rest of the bureaucracy of the empire and the emperor's um, wishes for him. It's just it's it's if it continues like this, I think this might be a really fun collected read. No, I, I like this more than I've liked. The Star Wars proper that oh, just cool. launched, cool. and I, I'm also enjoying his um, flashbacks. Like he still mm-hmm. is Anakin. Oh, I think that's a big part yeah. of it. So all the all the stuff that I said before aside, like about not usually liking this kind of thing, I really liked that aspect of it. Where uh, you know it's it's right after he has found out that Luke is his son. I think, um, and and yeah, he's still he's he's there amidst the things that his son played around with when he was a kid or yeah. you know and i i like that he still is anakin um and has those feelings i mean he clearly always yeah. did he wanted luke to join him yeah. they do a really but good I never job of, of this side of it yeah they do a really good job of connecting the two sides of his yeah. persona yeah like there's yeah. there are still a couple of things that can make him i, I think, think a, as anakin i think you know? a, a less seasoned writer than pack would probably would maybe try and like insert it in dialogue and it's just not it's not right for this very stoic character to have yeah. a soliloquy to a to a droid like showing yeah. it interspersed with yeah. like oh it's the it, flashbacks entirely the flashbacks were great or when they, when Luke is falling down and he sees mm-hmm. also Shmi and uh, Padme yeah but that's I mean that's very uh, informative yeah. about his mental state very cool. I, I love because you know I always felt like there was this hard line divide between. Yeah, Anakin once he's Darth, Vader. that's it. Once that's he's it. Vader, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I really like seeing his inner thoughts and his yeah. turmoil. Um, and also, really, I'm I'm a sucker for like a a snarky droid, man. I love yeah, yeah. I love droids. No, 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 thank you. 
Yeah, no, 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 thank you. Um, I'll keep that in mind around Christmas time, JD. Ah, <laughs> I want a snarky <laughs> droid. Ah, you'll get one too then. Oh, we all if get If I can find droids. one. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we know we have to talk about the big reveal at the end here. Yeah. Basically, uh, we've got Vader confronting what looks like Padme. How could it be? How could it be? I, I mean, so she I died saw, of sadness. I saw a pretty. So. Yeah. Well, so who knows? <laughs> yeah, she died of sadness. And you've seen her. Die in the sadness. force, right? Like she, no, no. In some previous comic that I think is continuity, when he was on lies, uh, someplace. I don't remember this. Oh, but you know what? It might have been. Uh, so that one I definitely didn't read. I saw it as you know some comic review or something. Um, but that maybe was his, not imagination, but a metaphor, maybe. Um, but oh, being know, as you guys don't remember that, we'll no, not assume at all. it didn't I, happen. So he he is fighting. What is he? What is he actually fighting? I already forgot. They're like robot octopi. Something. No, they, they weren't robots. They were. No, are they? Oh, flesh? okay. He was. He was at her. He was at her old quarters on yeah. Coruscant. That's yeah, yeah, where yeah. he kind of, and yeah. then, forces, rain down on him. Hmm. There's a. Oh, we get to see a. That's right. We get to see a um, Gungan, yeah. get, whacked, and then all of a sudden, Padme is a leading this opposing force of his and he just yeah. sees her and she's a she's she a, aged very well oh yes very uh, well so i uh i saw an interesting and compelling theory about who she could be online you guys <laughs> I interested hear in hearing him yeah let's do gossip uh, I, like I don't remember how this person's name is pronounced but was it sabe you remember she had a double in oh, the right. first one yeah. yeah yeah and i don't i don't know Shit, how I bet that's it. yeah Wait, well, no, they... wait, the double got exploded. Did yeah. she? Yeah, I mean... and she was like, I'm sorry, I, huh. I'm sorry I failed you. Like, I mean, I'm literally here to die for you. It's cool. Right. So you I guess it's a fulfillment. Like, I did my job. Yeah, you're like, welcome. You're good. You just thank me. I'm sorry <laughs> I failed you. I mean, mission accomplished. Yeah. If yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you had lived much longer, I was going to fire you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this you have saved me a very awkward conversation. conversation. Yeah. Um, um, what do you think about the implications of this, possibly, I if she is it. alive? I love it. The problem yeah. I have with some of these Star Wars books mm-hmm. is that everything that happened in the in the movies, well, that's just canon and it can't be altered or changed or whatever. Mm. And the, it, it has stuck in a lot of people's crawls um, that um, she died because she was sad. Is that what happened with her? Yes. <laughs> that... She died of a broken heart, according uh, to the yeah, movie. Yeah, they literally uh. said... There's nothing wrong with her body. She just died of a broken heart. Get that is fu- odd. Yeah. Yeah. Or, Maybe the force well, had something to do with it. I, I was going to say, like, <laughs> didn't they almost they try to redcon it of being like birthing two children that strong of the force kind of uh, almost depleted her and it then sucked all this. the life out of her maybe i would even yeah, accept that which is a metaphor for motherhood in general yeah. I, think the opposite. <laughs> I read the giving tree i know <laughs> um, but i would love that if it was like no nah, no i mean that's not how people die i mean um, she's <laughs> still alive um but they wanted to get her away from the guy who like force choked her right and they were just like nah not only are your kids dead but your wife died too uh. yeah i if if there's I would love if this is real. I love shaking sh- shit up like that. I'm very not I'm, stirred. You don't want to stir. I, I shake no. it. You want to shake that. Yeah, shit. yeah, stirring just kind of doesn't. It keeps it separated. I want to shake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um. Uh. Nothing sacred. Just, just tell me a good story. If mm-hmm. if there is a great reason for this to be prime, mm-hmm. <laughs> prime Padme, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's an amazing story of where she was and where she's going and why she's not in the movies. 
Awesome. 100%. Tell it. Like Let's a good do this. I'm in. Like, yeah. Why would you feel it's best not to be in Luke or Leia's life? Yeah. Kind of I'm, uh, yeah like, yeah. like maybe Vader would sense it if the two of them were together. Yeah, the whole or family what have were together. You. Maybe right. she doesn't know who the fuck she is. We don't know. Yeah. This, but I, I'm excited to find out of this. Who this killed is fun. Lars, by the way? Or uh, uh, Owen, I mean. Um, uh, just he shows it, up and they're already killed. Just, yeah. They're on, like, there's just two smoking corpses yeah, in front yeah, of the yeah. house. Okay. I mean, didn't the Empire kill them? Yeah. Yeah, but just, I guess just foot soldiers. Uh, never but it wasn't Vader. Set. Like he didn't go and no, no, do no, no. that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm all in. If this is actual Padme, fuck, yes, it? please. Yeah. What if what if the first two lines of the next issue are just like, who's Padme? Yeah. What? I'm, <laughs> you know, Stevie. It would certainly alter his journey a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? It would it would be this link back a totally different link to Anakin than Luke and Leia are. Yeah. Um, and that could also... was that? I mean, if this was really her, then maybe it wasn't completely Luke that changed his mind. Right, right. So it changes his journey, which, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. maybe good or not, depending on how it plays out. I would, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say, I don't think they're going to have the guts to do it. Mm. I agree with that. Mm. I think just the comic books are not going to be that important. Like it's a hologram or something. Why has it got to be so woke? Well, shut up. <laughs> um, so, but, uh, you know, fingers crossed. We'll find out when yeah. the next issue drops. Let's move on to, I believe, are we at the final segment? X marks the X spot corner roundup no. review summit. Are you including X-Men and the Fantastic Four in the yeah. X mark yeah, the X spot no, corner roundup review it's summit? A, yeah. It's, it's, the, okay. it's we're, we're uh, post-Krakoa. Everything oh, okay. involving X-Men I mean, has to do in the corner. it's literally got X-Men in the, in the title, so of course it's it going to be part of the X marks the X spot corner roundup review summit. I didn't know if the X marks the X spot corner roundup review summit was the right place to discuss a oh, book yeah. that also has a Fantastic Four, but I totally see your point. I, yeah. And Franklin Richards is the main character. So a, the, the X-Men in all yeah. stories going, henceforth are mm-hmm. the dominant gene so even if they share a title uh, if it's X-Men and the Avengers I think it should fit in the X-Men that corner. would be good news for humanity if you know what I mean because then it, the quicker we all become mutants with these crazy powers the better I don't understand what most of some of humanity's problem is with this yeah. <laughs> well, I was u- business I was using it as a metaphor but I agree a metaf- with you as well. oh no I, yeah, the, well, the dominant gene being a metaphor number seven of- by Jerry Duggan and <laughs> Stefano Caselli The Treasure of Island M as Verendi's plans against Krakoa grow. The Marauders find themselves missing something vital. Something that brings Storm and the White Queen to blows. To blows? To blows. Ah. Um, Stefano Caselli joins the crew of the craziest X-Series of them all. That is probably the craziest one going right now. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, oh, I it's really... It's very... Uh, yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. Um, I really liked this... Not even part of the story, but when they do the... The headshot, like, intro to who everybody is. Yeah, yeah. So the information conveyed uh, with Iceman. So I look at that, and I'm like... It's a kiss. Oh, they're kissing the... You know, he's kissing somebody. What an odd place to, to put that in there, right? But then I see the oh, next one... I didn't even notice that. Yeah, is the guy that he's with. And so this, like, you know, condensation of information is uh. great. It's, like, masterfully done, where you get all of this data about this relationship in a place that... You normally would just say, like, hey, these people are in the comic. Mm-hmm. Um, is it weird that Jumbo Carnation is my new favorite character? He's, he's fun. He's great. He's a lot of fun. And also, um, uh, C- Callisto's response to, to them is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would, what I would like, Brian. Yes. What would you like? It's just underneath the name Power Set. 
Oh, that would be I great. I don't know who Mask is, and I don't know what his power uh, is. Morlock, yeah. right? And I don't know sure, what, know who, what Christian Frost's yeah. power set is either. Exactly. Yeah. Does he have powers? It is he was, human? He must. Well, no. Iceman says, like, have you picked your true name yet? Oh, yeah. Um, which is also kind of shitty. It's like, hey, you call yourself whatever you want, man. You know, yeah, it's yeah, like... Yeah. Well, Iceman, uh, Iceman's notoriously very, very judgmental. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's always always laying judgment upon he's, you. He's super judgmental. And yeah, ice. Yeah. And ice. Yeah. Judgment and ice. He lays That's that ice. That's ice, man. Yep. He's laying that ice. Um, so what did you guys think of this issue? Uh, it was fun. It was fun. It's, yeah. It was fine? Or it was fun. fun. It was fun. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I it, classic that they didn't address the cliffhanger from the last one, which I t- I'd totally cool. forgotten <laughs> until the yeah. end of it. I totally cr- forgot and about you know it. What, though, you know, uh, I, these books come out every other week. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Uh, every week. It, or sometimes it's every, every week, week, yeah. yeah. So book, it's so it's fine. Week. Yeah. But if this was like I, I waited two months, but they for, at least they at least yeah. touch on it. They do talk about it, yeah. 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 Because uh, they're all, they're all at the meeting later, and um, White Queen's like, "Hey, where's uh, where's Kitty Pride? Where's Kate?" Yeah. And uh, the Black King's like, "Oh, she let she mm. said she couldn't make it. Yeah, oh, she's too she busy. Yeah. Maybe mm. she shouldn't be the Red Queen at all. Yeah, I guess I, she's yeah. not. I do like I do like that they're um, so as these books are progressing, they are uh getting further into kind of like how they're addressing X-Men lore. So like mm. this kind of this this issue talks about where the Morlocks are kind of fitting in. Yeah. Um those that don't want to live in Krakoa. They're, they're holed up in a in a uh retirement home in Florida with a golf course. With a yeah, like yeah. A, 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 a a like a, a high society retirement home. Yeah. <laughs> I liked Which uh, is, Callisto's is take on that too where he's you know, the guy at Mask is like, ah, you know, how do we feel about it? And she's like, look, what's the problem? We spent so long living in tunnels and sewers, dreaming, yeah. you know, saying like, oh, those people suck because they get the good life. You got it. Yeah. Just chill and out. Remind me, remind me, so that the they do, they have a bit about the Marauder's name. How do you feel about her, uh, Kate taking the name? And yeah. I love Callisto's response, like, we used it to hurt her, let her have it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's that in reference to what happened back in the yeah, day. I was wondering I that too. Did the Marauders that. attack her and blah blah blah? I wonder because there wasn't there a, a giant X Men series that was like the massacre, the mutant massacre or something. Um, didn't that have to do with the Morlocks? There was. Oh, it did. I never read it, but I'm aware that it, something happened. Yeah, she might have had a big part to play there. in that. Mm. Kitty, uh, I, maybe that's what it yeah. Either like I, I understood what was going on. I just didn't know the explicit reference. Like right. it, it right, was, right. it wasn't like a. Like I, got I don't get it. Yeah, like, yeah. Right. I was like, All right, I wonder um, what that's talking about. Yeah. This was, this was fun. It was like a little side story. Um, mm-hmm. I am very interested in what's actually what happened to Kitty, because hmm. um, it seems as though Lockjaw might be dead. Lockheed might be ah, dead. I think he's. Fine. That does not look like a corpse. Right. Also, what do they know about what? extra-dimensional dragons yeah, <laughs> appear yeah. as living or right, dead, you know? Because if, if he was dead, he wouldn't be all, like, snuggled up like that. This yeah. this one also, right. this book also still has my favorite um, inserts, like, informational mm. inserts. Yeah. They find out, like, th- whoever this... Um, X-Desk? Talks, yeah, this X-Desk desk person is. He's got his own... He or she have their own narrative happening mm-hmm. where... <laughs> They had like their family has used the the Krakoa drugs, but not and, and like I need time off and all kinds of crazy stuff. And it it continues from issue to issue, which is really fun. But I like the uh, the the story conceit that they're finding out about the Morlocks living in Florida by looking at like essentially the rants and raves page for this town, <laughs> <laughs> and it's people bitching about like uh, are those faces skinned animals? Are they, like is yeah, this yeah. happening? Someone's cursing on the uh, on the <laughs> golf course. Like my favorite is someone tweeted sound. Harry's potty mouth. I live near the golf course, and all afternoon I had to hear a mouth that needed some soap. What is wrong with you people? Did anyone else hear it? 
<laughs> it's cute. It's really funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is definitely still my favorite X book. Yeah. Yeah. I like the intrigue, too, which, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the whole, like, who's going to sit on the council kind of thing. And mm-hmm. this is mostly where we're getting that. That can often be not as <laughs> action-packed and fun, yeah. but it's cool. I'm trying to remember the name. It's not a very memorable name. It's just Latin Verendi. Yeah. Um, what's the name of it? Oh, oh the- Home. Hominis Verendi, a new organization with wealth and political connections, means to undermine mutant kind's new society and will go to great lengths to do it. Yeah, it's, 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 the, it's the Hellfire lads. Yeah. Or the, yeah. the Hellfire kids. The hellfire babies. lights. Yeah. <laughs> Verendi, truth or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. So it's probably like human truth. Yeah, yeah. some racist thing. So yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, the final X books in the... The X marks the X spot corner roundup review summit damn it you're good ah, well uh, jt i mean this is important yeah <laughs> so <laughs> you gotta pay attention yeah. x-men <laughs> fantastic four number one by chip zarsky and terry and rachel dodson on the art krakoa every mutant on earth lives there except for one but now it's time for franklin richards to come home it's the x-men versus the fantastic four and nothing will ever be the same not even cheeseburgers nothing Oh, fuck. I really like cheeseburgers. Well, they'll oh, be even better. What? Maybe they'll be better. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, first of all, uh, not every mutant lives on... Right, that's obviously not true. Not every mutant on Earth lives on Krakoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, It's part of the plot of Marauders, right? Yeah, the there's thing? literally yeah. a bunch that they have to like, go rescue. Right. Also, Kitty doesn't live there. Right. Uh, so, yet again, Diamond's description's not the best. Yeah. Um, but, that being said, despite some continuity flubs, mm. I think this is really fun. Yeah, it's cool. Mm-hmm. I, I was surprised at how, again, the, the another- costumes being an odd sort of continuity. You know, it's like, and I don't know, maybe it's a miscommunication thing where they were working on this while the other stuff was happening. But like, Scott Summers is in a completely different outfit. Yeah. Kitty's deal is that she wears a different thing. Kate, yes. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, and can Johnny Storm create flame constructs? Usually, oh, he makes know. like a horse. Out of out of that, I did not know that. Um, I uh, continuity wise, the only thing that really kind of well, other th- now I know why he has dyed hair. Yeah, let's get awesome. into this, to this black hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the kitty doesn't look like how she normally looks, and right. um, and um, Pyro doesn't have a f- giant face tattoo. Oh, right. It, it's it's all just like art inconsistencies. None, However, none the Dotsons are great. Yeah. Um. Uh, my favorite bit in this whole book is the nefarious machinations that kind of underlie this whole conversation. Um, that the X-Men are, they're being shitty. Yeah. About yeah. separating family. Yeah. And, and Reed calls it out hard. Like, uh, it'll happen in time. I, what What concerns me is that you seem to have a time frame for yeah. this. Why do yeah, you need yeah. him now? Yeah. Right. yeah. What, what What are your ulterior motives for right. just and he doesn't respond my to that. Yeah. Like yeah. it's, and it's he, very it's very creepy. And Xavier previously had said like, you know, he wasn't these are not suburban parents that are afraid of what this is a fantastic four, you know, he's fine there. Um but now we, you know, but now we need him. But also even if they are suburban parents, as long as they're not afraid and mistreating the child yeah. like Maybe it's not Xavier's business yeah, to you, call them there. Really, you, know? um, you have a timetable. Yeah. yeah, and and again, they like they have pre-existing relationships, and you would think there'd be a little more 
you know, a and I guess there is some call? of that, right? Like, hey, yeah. this is why I think this should happen. Hey guys, yeah, uh, you know, we we know that Franklin is is aged up and blah blah blah, and you know, as the X Men and we're trying to protect mutants, you, we're going to swing by. We'd like to just have a talk with him, see how he's yeah. feeling, blah blah blah. You wouldn't get a comic book out of that, no, right? I suppose not. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it is very strange. Of like, yeah. we're just going to show up. And actually, you bring up a good point, though. They do say that we were content to have him with with uh, the Fantastic Four, except now he is aged up. So not so much their timetable about well, okay, Krakoa. His, his but powers le- losing. His, his well, powers that's true too. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, there's I, some parts of this book kind of make me feel icky. Like, um, so mm. I uh, we even in the email earlier today, today mm. like. Um, these characters are acting out of character. However, it's kind of still in line a little bit with yeah. with how they could turn out, right? Yeah. I get that for Eric. I get that for Charles. Mm-hmm. Um, but someone like Wolverine, like a, full cho- a foot soldier, yeah. just taking orders and not questioning, like, hey, yeah. we could do this different. You know, he, and that yeah. feels weird that he's just ready to pounce on the thing these people that he has known they've worked with yeah. like they're friends it's, with you know yeah, that, because it's yeah the, it just felt weird yeah the only part that i felt wasn't like that was when thing and storm are kind of standing outside yeah and they're like hey you really gonna you're really doing this and she's like yeah i really think it's the right thing to do and that was great but even that didn't last that long and didn't no. prevent anything else from happening. Well, I mean, he throws shade at her. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's you know, do we really want to put all the mutants in one place? You know, new Genosha. Right. Yeah, Genosha. Yeah, and yeah, it it doesn't seem like they are acting as they would towards. You know, it's just kind of they're further along in their relationships than to have a superhero fight when they first meet, just because that's them first meeting you know yeah it's it but then again like like jd says it's 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 manipulated for the the purposes of conflict in a comic book it's just it it feels Mm. off center i mean i guess i can see how the fantastic four would be reacting differently to the x-men now because i mean they are doing things that they have never done before and just like we are noticing that Mm -hmm. xavier is acting differently reed might also be noticing that Mm -hmm. but yeah, n- none of that makes it feel like yeah, it just oh, feels, they would. Yeah, feels icky. You know what I thought also? They refer to Sue. They say Reed and Sue are two of the biggest brains in the. Since when is that? I mean, I know in the Ultimate Universe they were all kind of geniuses. It's in Sue, but I don't think so. They, they I mean, in, she's a smart in, person. They met in school, and she's an astronaut and all that jazz. Like, I, I don't, don't know what doctorates she has, but I mean, did I they currently she's... meet in school? Because I don't yeah. think they. I think before she was the daughter of the person that he was boarding at her house. And in the original ones, it was like, hey, Ben, do you want to come along? You're a great test pilot. Let's also invite my girlfriend and her, and her brother. Oh, I, 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 I couldn't say. <laughs> I mean, as, as, as that long definitely as that could have changed. Everyone except, like, the, the two of them are um, super geniuses. I mean, it's not a... It's not an issue, but did has that been previously established? I don't know. Or okay, I, mean, I, I could count the amount of like Fantastic Four that I've read in Same. any kind of like. Oh, see, they were always one of my favorite Marvel. I've I've tried oh, Fantastic definitely. Four over and over again, and I'm, it doesn't it doesn't hold me yeah. like yeah. long term. I like I did the oh, really? I did the Miller and Hitch one. I did the oh, Hickman one for amazing. a long time. Oh, the Hickman, which was fun. Oh, it was definitive. But yeah. but I I read the first like maybe twelve of them, and then the last oh, really? like five. 
because it just it was coming out really fast, and then there was yeah, like, two yeah. titles. And that being uh, said, if you ever got the omnibus, I would read. I would borrow it and read it. I mean, it's yeah. out of print. Damn it! It's ah! good. I mean, I would say Everyone it's like. Everyone tells me the Hickman Fantastic oh, Four is dope. It's like Lee and Kirby. That means and then, nothing to me. No, I mean just as <laughs> in terms of like not of how the story is, but just like in how terms of like highly placed I with see, it. Yeah, I yeah. See. Like they are there, and then. You know, this was, I would say so. I mean, it's really good. It's just like classic Fantastic Four. And they were, like I said, always one of my favorite Marvel characters. Um, And I like how they emphasize that Sue is very, very powerful. Because I always felt like she's like the most most powerful one. Like once she gets the force fields, you know, way more than the other ones. My Um, favorite was when uh, anytime anyone brings up like her being able to create a force bubble in your brain. Yeah. Like, don't fuck with Sue. Right. Yeah. don't, Don't mess with her kids, man. She'll. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, th- I thought this was great. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, uh, the inking got a little heavy, like when the the characters are further away or smaller. Mm. Um, the the ink lines got a little blurry and smudgy. But um, I do, for the most part, really love Terry and Rachel Dodson. Um, but yeah, things are getting over over time. Things have gotten looser. I'll say. Um, but yeah. Uh, well, I had something I oh, wanted you, to bring Oh, you, I believe. Uh, so you're saying something neat about Marvel characters, and I think you're talking about that blue interstitial page mm-hmm. about that each... Yeah! Yeah, that so, they get their powers from some other source. Yeah, they're still like, doing the Hickman interstitial uh, page yeah, that the X-Men are they doing, do have except that, yeah. this one's from the, from the desk of Reed Richards. And so have you guys discussed how um, no. Franklin... His powers are kind of deteriorating over time. Yeah, we did. Like we we mentioned them, it they, a little bit. They deplete. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, Reed has this sort of theory about the God power, a theoretical energy source for superhumans in relation to the Fantastic Four. So he thinks his theory is that all of the superheroes in the Marvel Universe are sort of tapping into... Let's call it a speed force of some sort, but but like it's a, kind of an odd name now, it, or more God than power. one. Yeah, it's it doesn't seem quite in line. I mean, well, but it, it could the, be ultimately for the Marvel universe. It does. If if you mm. if you if you take into account that the entirety of the Marvel universe is a side effect of the Celestials mm. um, yeah. manifesting uh, and yeah. then seeding life in multiple different planets right, right, right. and blah blah blah. It's all. Yeah. gods right and then eternity and yeah. also the uh <laughs> in <laughs> uh the <laughs> universe <laughs> x thing where it's kind of like every being is progressing towards this final state where they are kind of like ultimately malleable in mm. their uh um it's an interesting concept but yeah. speaking of gods franklin richards so yeah, yeah. He, his his connection to the god power is severed it's not it's not connecting right. he's having some wi-fi issues yeah right he's still got the power he has but yeah. he can't replenish you know, um, Theory. Yeah. You know why he's got Wi-Fi issues? What's the deal? Colored his fucking hair. Oh, uh, it's like an antenna thing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, his goth phase is just yeah, 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 preventing yeah. those yeah. signals yeah. from... Yeah. Um, yeah. That's something that Cyclops, they have talked about for some time. Um, in fact, I think in... There might be a number of characters. Oh. Now I'm thinking uh, Hank Pym. Are you talking about the like the alternate reality yeah. that he... In like his he, eyes and Exactly, blah, blah, blah. yeah. It taps in. Now, they've <laughs> also said solar radiation, but they've said that. And... Um, and I think they've said a similar thing with Hank Pym, that his mass either goes to or comes from this other realm. Mm. How do you guys um, feel about comics getting that? It really depends. It's, it's yeah. a difficult question to I answer. I mean, Speed Force is like great. Some stuff I hear and I'm like, no. But other <laughs> stuff I'm like, no, nah, that works. I'm okay with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it seems to me, to my own self, 
Yeah. Completely arbitrary. Like I yeah, never cared for how it's presented. Yeah, like I when never, I heard when oh sorry, go ahead. I never cared for uh the Wally West needing to eat a lot. Oh I love it. Well so the reason that, that perfect I perfect sense. No, oh, see I don't think it does. And that's why I never really cared for it. It's like that is some extra energy. Mm-hmm. That is not it doesn't feel to me like no, you need way more than that mm-hmm. if you're going to be running near oh. light speed. So eating like a hundred times more hamburgers than you normally would, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> like that's not. Oh, so you have your issue is with how they their their metric. Your your issue is now with the fact that you have to bring Plenish. in more in order to. Yeah, it just always kind of seemed like oh, you're not coming anywhere close so, to that. So you need to just. I don't. It com- needs to be based on something other than. I do not compare that to. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, in front of your eyeballs is an alternate universe with a portal that shoots out beams. That's why you could <laughs> like. That's not the same goddamn thing. <laughs> that's not the same thing well, at no, all. I'd say the speed force is more like that. And I no, so I just even never, the speed force being yeah. kind of a mysterious thing that they can channel makes more sense than hey. Portals in front of your eyes. Is that what they said about Cyclops? Yeah. I thought his point, eyes were the portals, but either either yeah. fucking weird. It's weird. I was well, just while we were talking about Cyclops, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about the makeup of his brain and what mm. what sort of um, extra organ or you know. Oh yeah. What what does he have in his brain that allows the energy to? Like, yeah. That was slightly that damaged. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that he can't. Oh yeah, and then it. it was the head injury. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, he's got Jesus. like a head bladder. I always thought that was a cool explanation. <laughs> An energy bladder, right? <laughs> yeah, in yeah, his yeah. Brain. In his head. Yeah. Uh, the pineal gland. Um, but yeah, this is a cool idea, and I. The more we talk about it, I think it has been, and that might be why they went with that with Cyclops is that they had already laid the groundwork um, for. That is kind of how superpowers work in the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Like like Reed Richards, that's kind of my thing with the hamburger thing with Flash. Reed Richards' problem, where he's like, that makes sense, except the numbers don't really add up. Like, it's mm-hmm. never, you're not drawing enough energy from that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, the idea of it makes sense, it just doesn't, like, it, it doesn't completely compute. However, the theory kind of works with his own son. So that's, like... Yeah, that's where the, like you gotta the, be getting it from somewhere else mm-hmm. that we have yet not yet discovered. He's an omega level mutant, yeah. mm-hmm. and I mean that's creepy at thirteen. Like that doesn't happen. Yeah. Hmm. To go back before we wrap up, to go back to your question about those scientific quote unquote scientific explanations, I have yet to discover a scientific explanation that makes sense for the way Spider Man sticks to walls. We've got the. Um, the little needles that comes out of his fingers, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And he's got little bristles that... Mm-hmm. But if he's wearing shoes... Right. How does right? that work? And he does take his shoes off a lot in the comics. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. But also, are those needles going through even the cloth of the Spider-Man outfit? Yes. Well, the, you know? the hands, but then, yes, but the shoes Now, I always like the also, static <clears throat> one. The static oh, one. Oh, the, I haven't heard that one. Oh, the, the static electrostatic electric- kind of attraction. Because his powers are... Less based on what spiders can do and more based on what you might think signify what spiders can do. (laughs) Like, spiders are not particularly strong Uh for their size. You know, that's other insects. And so this one, or even the danger sense, right? Like, spiders don't sense danger. They just see things. They air, or the movement of air, I think. is So when you go to, if you try to swat them or something, then they jump away. Right? But, But Peter Parker can sense, like, Existential threats. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> so, um, uh, you're up to no good. <laughs> right. Mad at me. <laughs> um, so, um, I have that. I have that, but it's always on. Uh, it's called anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> um, could you, oh, man, I'm surprised I haven't really dealt with that with Spider Man of like the amount of anxiety Spider Sense oh, yeah. would present. Oh, man. Oh, or, or it would really set you at ease 
Because you're like, ah, oh, I, I don't have it going. It Everything's fine. If it's your fine. constant state of being, yeah. then yeah. yeah. Um, but then one of the other uh, sticky things was, and I forget who did this, but basically it was that the atoms in his fingertips ah, separate slightly, yeah. and then they interact with the atoms of a they wall. They kind of merge. And then that's what keeps Interesting. God. What was that, JMS? So there is actually <laughs> there is a product called uh, Weldall, I think, right? Uh-huh. Then you can you use it for, like, building stuff out of certain kinds of plastic and what it does is it's a solvent and it uh, melts the plastic and then when you press it up against another plastic of the same kind they they mingle on a molecular level and it becomes stronger even I think stronger or at least as strong probably as strong it's molecularly one piece of plastic now so that immediately reminded me of that maybe it happens for a little bit with Spider-Man and then he's got stingers that shoot out of his wrist and then Uh, I remember that yeah Yeah, with the other Um, uh, the only one the the one that like irked me was um, was it Superboy when they were trying to tell us that it was all uh, some sort of like telekinetic the tactile 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 telekinesis powers like back when he was first introduced and boy did he love saying that tactile phrase. telekinesis I've seen that. Yeah, he... I'll use my tactile telekinesis yeah. to do yeah. whatever yeah, like, now I can do this because of my tactile, tactile telekinesis. telekinesis I'm not really strong I just believe that I'm really strong and because I have tactile telekinesis I can seem as though I am super strong what? Well, yeah, no, like no, no. doing the stuff could... with no it's like doing the stuff with your brain no when he could touch it you're... yeah but it's yeah, you that's can touch what, it, yeah, and then you could move it yeah. telekinetically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're not actually that strong. Oh, I see. You just believe oh, that right. you're that strong, and you could like push it. Well, no, I mean, I think it's just he has telekinesis, but it's only when he's touching something. So you know what I mean? He, how is he flying without? Is it touching the I guess air? He well, I ah. just assumed that that was himself. Like he can move himself around. So he's because he's always his own chest well he's he always fly. touching it <laughs> yes he's always you don't see it but like his pinky finger is touching his I think, thigh i mean I think <laughs> the moral it's probably is, his balls the moral of the oh, story yeah, his is, balls, balls are, are always just touching resting it. on his thighs yeah, yeah. the moral of the yeah. story is just stop <laughs> i mean like it's comic idea. books we should thank you so much for joining us on this episode of spoiler alert spoiler alert spoiler alert fuck um that's good god fuck and cut um you can email us at coldpopgo at gmail.com. If you want to help the show out, you can go to patreon.com slash johnnydestructo. You can leave us a review and a rating and share us with your friends. Just pass us around. Yeah. Just pass Just us around to your buddies. Use us We're good and, to go. Use us Gosh. and move us. Yeah. Um, Noel, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me on social media, uh, on Twitter at Mr. Bartocci, M-R-B-A-R-T-O-C-C-I, or on the Cold Pop social medias. Dope. Oh, there's also a, a new Facebook page uh, called yeah. Comics Are For Everyone Except Jerks. Yeah, if you're a jerk, so, you're gone. Yeah, feel free to uh, hang out. Brian, where can we find you? Uh, I am at brianleebdesign.com, B-R-I-A-N-L-I-E-B, as in boy, mm-hmm. design.com. Th- thank you so much, and we will talk at you later. Bye! Thanks so much for listening to Spoiler Alert. Check out all our shows, including the Cannibal Horrorcast, where we review classic and contemporary horror. Oh, it's so spooky! And Gutter Talk with the Black Tribbles, recorded live every week at Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex in Nanyang, PA. Yeah. This is great.